kind of person who thinks twice before lending your possessions to other people? Well, if you are, then you're in good company. Today we'll be sharing stories from our past, playing some games, and maybe even performing a live sketch or two. Let's get a great discount on a movie ticket and then minusly pay $16 for a medium popcorn and drink. <laughs> Grab your knitting needles and a blanket because it's time for three old friends to sit around and sew a new patch in their quilt of friendship. So join me, Dion, under the covers with Christian. Welcome to Patchwork. And Josh. Welcome to Patchwork. Now, guys, before we get started, um, when we came here today to record, I brought along a packet of Pringles. Um, delicious treat. Um, and there was the reason I bought the packet of Pringles was it was for a competition and I needed to buy a second packet to enter the competition. And only did I discover upon reading more closely that the competition expired about three weeks ago. Yes. I find it amazing that they're still allowed to sell the Pringles. Good point. I don't think they should be able to sell them. Or there yep. should be some branding on it that says it's, discontinued. It's pretty... Like, the date's not that hidden. Like, I could have looked closer. But I saw, oh, giving away a PlayStation every day. And I was like, great. I'll buy another packet of Pringles. Josh, did you honestly think you were in with a chance to win the PlayStation? Yes. Why? Because I've won a 25-word or less competition before really? not one me too i followed what? i've come yeah, a runner too. up what did you win i won have i told this before no what's the secret oh so i won a 25 words or less competition and it was to win a compost bin at school <laughs> i so, think you may have said this yeah, before yeah, yeah yeah so that's one of the only things i've won josh what did you win i was a guitar hero competition and it was like back in early days of internet and yeah it was just a thing and so i won all these like heavy metal cds that i did not care about game of skill or game of chance it was skill because it was like you had to write an interesting 25 words or less but the thing is with this one i was like yeah i could probably do that. i could probably rustle something up but the fact mm. that it was already expired now i've been cheaped out of winning yeah. this thing were the pringles less enjoyable uh, i only found it towards the end of the packet but i was i was more annoyed because i was like i wouldn't have bought these otherwise yeah. so they got me hook yeah. line and sinker with their competition well there you go that's their strategy they're doing it on purpose Fuck you, Pringles. <laughs> Fuck you. Christian, have you ever won a competition aside from your pet... Pets for life. Pets for life uh, win. Uh, no, because I don't enter competitions. Because I remember oh, when I was... too good for competitions, are we, Christian? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> um, he doesn't I... want anyone else to lose. He's like, guys, <laughs> I'll give you a chance. I feel bad. Yeah. Um, no, I remember working at a liquor store when I was 18. And we'd have giveaways. You know, those big... It'd be like, win this big VB esky yeah. with a da-da-da. Win this inflatable... What? The moment that the prize would come in, all the staff would just go, who wants it? <laughs> that is bizarre. The competition would run for a few months and then the winner would be announced. Do you, do you reckon, who reckon judges those? We do. No, no, no. <laughs> like yeah, officially, you know, when you submit them properly, like a, pool, like a full competition like this, like an international one. I would think that whoever judges it, there's a three person government panel that's <laughs> looking on. <laughs> That was like Lotto. Like right? Lotto. That's yeah, a, that's that was right. such a strange thing. I told you that. My dad was one of the adjudicators for Lotto. Unbelievable. So funny. Yep. And so we've got all these. We used to, at oh. night, lie in front of the TV for that five minute, and now it's time for the Lotto, and the accountants for tonight are from <laughs> PWC, oh, and were... then boom, oh, there, one of them auditors. was my dad. So it was to make sure that it was done properly. Yeah, I imagine so. Yeah, that it's all above board. How the hell would they know that? Yeah. From seeing the ball, from seeing the balls drop. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, because I remember I always used to watch it and I was like, hang on, there's a moment where it passes behind a thing yeah. that you can have any ball going oh, through you there. Think camera trickery. Could be. Oh. So they're literally eyeballing it from across the room going, yeah, it seems fine. They're doing the right thing. Could I ask you, Dion? So Dion last week, right before mm. we uh, recorded, mm. decided impulsively to purchase for the three of us. Yep. 
a lotto ticket in, in for a forty million dollar forty million dollar um jackpot. Pool. But it was in your name, right? Uh yes, it was in my name. Yep. I mean, I just had to do it at the time. And if we would have won, Christian, we would have had that discussion about what, about what that would have looked like. My mum's, one of her friends had that thing where she's bought the scratchy for a friend and the friend has won like 10 grand on it. Wow. And it's like, do what? you owe that person anything? Yeah, I think you do. I think you've got do to give you? them something back. 100%. Really? 100%. <laughs> Yeah, you've got to, you've got to give them back something. This is I wouldn't have been in this position but for the ticket that you gave me. But it was a gift. That yeah. was the gift. Yes, I understand it's a gift, but oh. you're recognizing that it was so that was just the gift. It was like, here's your birthday, here's a lotto ticket. Well, or is it? Here's potentially, hey, here's $10,000 from me to you. That's my gift. What? What? Because Wait. you're giving the scratchy ticket, that's the upward winnings, right? That you're happy to offer that opportunity to your friend as a gift. <laughs> so you owe them $10,000 now? We don't owe them it, but it's like if they win that, that was the gift you gave them. 10000 bucks. Yeah. So does that mean you have to spend 10000 back when yeah, it's their yeah. birthday? Let, let me ask a question, Josh, very directly. If I give... Just want to work out how big of an asshole you are. <laughs> if I give you a scratchy for your birthday and yeah. you win 10000 bucks, am I getting anything or not? If I won 10000 I think... I feel like... Five hundred. I might give you five hundred oh, back. That's all right. Five hundred. I think that's yeah. really. I think that's really or, generous. Or maybe just two fifty. The cost of the ticket. <laughs> <laughs> that's an expensive ticket. <laughs> that's great. That'd be great. That conversation you have with me now, Dion. I know that you you put a bit of money on this, and I understand. So here's your money back. <laughs> I didn't want you to be out. I didn't want you to be out. <laughs> Josh, I think you were saying this the other day. You said that you wouldn't give someone like a friend money. You'd invite them to an experience or something. It'd be experiential. Yes. Experiential. Great. Sure. It's a great word, isn't it? <laughs> Another word that Josh has made up that I'm using. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that rather than just giving, if I ever won big, rather than giving cash to friends, yep. I would go, hey, let's all go on a big trip together or something. My shout. And so you kind of avoid that thing of people just asking you for money. Because I think that would get super awkward. But it would get super awkward. But also you would hate for the dynamic of your friendships to change. Yeah. Given that you have money. And I'm sure celebrities experience that as well. We know we have, you know, our friends. <laughs> no, but, but like, isn't that why a lot of celebrities hang out with each other? Because you're in the same world and you understand that thing. Ah, that's an interesting point. Having that massive imbalance. So if, the, if there ends up being this massive wealth imbalance all of a sudden with your existing friends, is that going to cause fractures? I don't know. I think that celebrities hang out with each other. Like, I think that's a vanity thing. Yeah. What yeah, do you think, Christian? Like, I don't think it's like to do with that at all. I think we're only exposed to the celebrities who hang out with each other through the media because yeah. they put themselves in that position. I find that really weird when someone on Instagram who's really famous will tag their friend that's got heaps and heaps of like, like, who gives a shit? I really like those people that tag their friend that has 200 friends. And it's kind of like, yeah, but why are you tagging them then? Isn't it great? Isn't it great? I always like those stories where an Instagram celebrity will uh, bring a friend in who's kind of nobody and then that friend becomes a part of the production of their life and is integral to the business and then that person independently becomes famous like Oprah's best friend. Gail. Gail. What's her last name? Gail King? Gail Force Wind? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
I was at Friends Place the other day and we were talking about books that each of us had recently read. I mentioned that I hadn't, but he mentioned that he had <laughs> read, read a book recently. Yeah, read a book Can recently. I guess that the book that he read was Sapiens? Uh, no, it was close. It was okay. very close. It was Homo Deus. Uh, of course. It's no, the no. only two books that anyone says, have you read this? But anyway, he was talking really glowingly about it and I don't tend to do a lot of reading. It's not something I'm proud of. It's something that I'd love to do more and more of. I know how enriching it is. I'm exactly the same. Yeah, mm. I, I like it's something I'm almost guilty about. But I was like, almost. you're guilty. Almost, almost. <laughs> we um, find the defendant almost guilty. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so he was telling me about this book and I was thinking, wow, maybe this will be the first book that I've read in a really, really long time. It mm. sounds awesome. Had a look at the book. He had it there. I was like, can you go get it? He brought it out. And even the text was big. And I was like, oh, this might. Oh, this, so this approachable. Might, this might suit and me. And then it opened it, had a pull tab. This yeah. little thing jumped out. I was like, this is the book for me. And then I scratched it. It smelled incredible. <laughs> Um, anyway, so, and I said to him, uh, do you mind if I borrow it? I would actually love to borrow it. I reckon I'll read this book. And he was like, nah. <laughs> no. And I was like, what? I was like, are you still reading? He's like, nah, I don't. I just don't lend books out to people. Whoa. And I was like, what are you talking about? People would get so much joy from lending out a book like that and someone else reading it. He said that the reason why he doesn't lend books is because he's lent out so many books to people and hasn't got them back. I was like, that's your problem, mate. You work out your systems, work out the people that you're going to lend them to and get the books back in good time. So the burden is on him to chase up his lent out book? No, the burden is on him to lend it out to people that are going to return the book. He's made that mistake in the past. Don't make that mistake in the future. Spread the wealth. So my issue with lending out a book is that everyone has very different ways that they consume books and a lot of people do the little the, the rabbit ears at oh. the top, they fold it inwards. Oh. A lot of people fold the book back on itself to read it. People have to stop being precious about books. No, you can't wreck someone else's you book. You can't, okay, you can't Here wreck we go. Else's that's book. why he didn't give it no, to you. No, 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 that's fine. But have this discussion. He should have a checklist in front of him, which is like, you know, I want this returned in four weeks. You sign a stat you sign a yeah. stat deck. <laughs> go to a justice the peace. Honestly, I will return this book in four weeks. <laughs> Honestly, Dion, Josh and I walked up to your car oh, earlier today and there was a, was a fold in the windscreen. <laughs> there was a dead moth yeah. in, the wi- okay. on the, in the... Wait a second. In the windshield. And not only did you not defend it, you knew about it. You are like, how beautiful it is was, it? It was indefensible. That's yes. how it died. So... Wouldn't anyone be afraid to give you a book and expect to get it back Excuse with all the pages? Me. Excuse me, not a dead moth. It was a dead butterfly. I knew it was. <laughs> I knew it was there, and it looks beautiful as well. It's preserved. It looks like it's in a. Na- it's pretty much a natural history museum in my car. There's a lot of stuff that's been there for a while. It's like a pin through it. <laughs> How good would that be? People just filing through my car. <laughs> There's a pin through it. They have to scooch through. <laughs> Keep the light scooching, guys. Come on. <laughs> Keep going. I didn't see the butterfly. Get out. The car's a mess. But the book, I think it's oh, I think it's reasonable for his reason is the fact that I've lent out heaps. I haven't got them back. Because in my history of giving out things, mainly video games, anytime oh. there's been a video game lend to someone, it's so rare it comes back. Yeah. And I think really? the key, I think one of the key things to do is you don't do a one-way swap. You do a two-way swap. That oh, is genius. So if yeah. I'm giving something to you, you're giving something to me, and then we both have a vested interest in returning those things. Or what about if, he, like, if you lend a book out and then you put a hold on that person's account? I think that oh, could work. That's a bit weird. I, of course, it's hold- weird. It's a comedy podcast. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I think that life cycle has to factor into it because with a game, oh. there's no end date of getting it back. It's however fast you progress through this game, you may want to play it twice. Oh, with a book, it's quite difficult as well. It's like, I don't know how fast you read. I don't know when you plan to read it. But with like an item of clothing, it's like, hey, I've got this event that I'd love to borrow it for. Once that event's done, you can be straight on and be like, hey, can I get the jacket back? Have you ever borrowed an item of clothing from someone? Oh, no. That is something that I <laughs> yeah. will not touch. Oh, really? No oh, just way. Because the, the, no, well, because if I stretch it, it's not going back. Yeah, No, true. but you try it on first. No, 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 right? no, no. It no, wouldn't no, bother. I, I don't, yeah, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I, I just don't want to stretch items of clothing. I don't want... Because everyone's body's different. And then if you get it back, like it's when someone wears your shoes and then you put your feet in there and you're like... Fuck! Like <laughs> it never works, does like it? The divot, the divots are a little bit different now. Yeah, it's just always that thing. You know, have you ever been in that situation where you need to go for a run or you need something, and you're like, "Oh, I need to borrow a pair of shoes." Oh, you're the same size as me, aren't you? You try them on, it just never works. No, nah, nah. you can't borrow other people's I, shoes. I think nah. it's. I think maybe it's a. You know, I don't know if it's just us, but like, I don't feel males really exchange clothes or anything like that. But I feel yeah. it's really common amongst women. They go, "Oh, that's a great looking dress. Can I borrow that?" But I've never thought. Hey, Christian, that's a great looking top. I'd love to borrow it one. Do you want to hear something amazing that I didn't know existed? Josh, I was sitting with a mutual friend of ours, Jules, and she was telling me that she did a clothes swap with some of her friends. They got together, brought Brilliant. all of this clothes. You didn't know about all clothes these clo- No, all yeah. the clothes that we don't wear. Beautiful idea. And then they're like, oh, I would probably wear that. Let's oh, just swap. That's so great. I love Isn't that it? idea. It's just making the world a better place. You don't have to go out and buy new clothes. Clothes swap. We'll do a patchwork <laughs> clothes swap. Imagine that. That'd be great. Yeah. Uh, us three or with everyone. With everyone. With everyone. Hey, guys, all bring your old clothes and we'll see who, fi- who which ones Christian can fit into. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. So I was uh, on Instagram earlier and I got to the end of my feed and I kept scrolling. I kept scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Went right down, right down to the bottom and I got all the way to Julius Caesar mm. and his uh, handle was at the real Caesar salad <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there was a picture of a new freshly pressed toga laid out on a bed that was the image and uh, the caption said can't wait to show off my new outfit in the Senate today have been so careful to not get any wine stains on it <laughs> hoping to finally catch Brutus's eye <laughs> hashtag say yes to the toga <laughs> hashtag et cute brute oh! That's amazing, Josh. I was doing something very similar. I was scrolling through my Instagram, scrolling and scrolling. I got all the way down. I found a picture posted by Mother Teresa (laughs) at Mama Calcutta. (laughs) And it's a picture of a spilled glass of wine on her dinner table. The tablecloth is absolutely ruined. And the comment is, so annoying. Now what am I going to wear? So yes, I was doing the same. I was I was on Instagram. I was scrolling, scrolling. I think you get the the, the gist of the, the gist of the segment. Um, and I came across a photo of a pyramid-shaped structure. Um, and the handle was "Slave for Cairo," <laughs> <laughs> and and the caption read, uh, "My hands are killing me. No idea why we're building these things. It definitely isn't great. And in any event, it absolutely sphinks." <laughs> Hashtag make Egypt great again. <laughs> Thank you.
I was out with some friends the other week and we we're sort of out at the pub and finished up and then we we're all heading home and I was just going to get an Uber or whatever. One of my friends who was driving was like, oh, I'm going that way. I'll give you a lift. I was right. like, great, cool. So I'm in the car, got home, dropped me off. Great, beautiful. And then I started to think, do I owe them anything for them giving me that lift? Especially because it was all on the way, right? And it's always like, oh, I'm going that direction. It's okay. And I thought, well, it would be a very different story if it's out of their way. Yes. And how far is out of the way. Well, some people, when when they offer a lift and you say, well, that's out of your way, they, they, they're uh, adamant. They're like, don't worry about it. I'm happy to drive you there. It's beautiful. It's the ultimate really good. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing when people are so generous. Yeah, and I think in that instance, Josh, you probably don't owe them anything. Mm. If they're adamant huh. about it and they say, I'm happy to bring you there, then it's, yep, okay, I'll, I'll gladly, you accepting the lift is gift enough. I guess it's for them to offer as well. Yes. It's yeah. not for me to go, hang on, but you live that direction, don't you, Dion? Oh, You're kind of going that way. But sometimes, but what about if the person doesn't turn their mind to it and they wouldn't mind a bit of a prompt? Oh, I don't think you can prompt the lift. Really? It's got to be up to the driver. So you always, so Josh, when we really? go and when we go and prep at Christian's place and you've usually come straight from work by tram, but I'm in my car, you wait for me to ask you if you would like a lift home. Yes, I do. Because I think that it's not up to me to go, hey, yeah. Dion, you drove here. Can yeah. you give me a lift as well? Thanks. But, oh. I, but then you're testing the person's thoughtfulness. But that's fine. I and don't mind. Luckily, I, I pass with flying colors every time. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm completely fine with that. Like, I don't, I think if you really want to, you can maybe massage the conversation to remind them where you How live. would you do that, Josh? Jeez, I'm very tired and, you know, gonna head up to Brunswick, <laughs> oh, Brunswick way, you know, that way, <laughs> that direction. I always like to pull the phone out. And start looking at options for public transport. Oh, great. And be like, oh, oh 35 minutes if I get... Oh, okay. And then hopefully someone will be like, oh, no, don't worry. I'll give you a lift. How far out of your way are you prepared to drive? I'm pretty sure. I think I'm comfortable with up to, I guess, a five-minute one-way diversion. So, 10 minutes what? total. That's it? That's not much. 10, That's minute, not much 10 minutes out of your way. For a good friend. That's a lot. Uh, Christian, what do you ten reckon? Minutes ten minutes out, would you go more than that? If it's a good friend... Wait, and so, but that means, ten minutes re- that means 10 minutes one way and the other. So no, 20 no, no, minutes no. in total. No, no, no. Oh, that is that is stingy as hell. Yeah, you gotta really? Be, because you're in a position, if you've got a car, you're in such a privileged position that, time, that night. You should be willing to go out of your way. But a lot of the time, I've chosen to drive potentially because I'm yep. not feeling up for it. Yep. I just want to have a quick oh. night. I want to duck in. I want to duck out. Yeah. It's not my responsibility to get you home. No, but I think in that case, fair point. I think in that case, you should say, sorry, I actually have to get home straight away rather than put limitations on the lift. What I'll often do, though, is I'll go the lift to the to the nearest station or, you know, I'll give you to this intersection, oh, that kind no. of thing. What do you That's think? That's no good. Way. What do you think Are of the lift to the station? I, I think, think that is disgusting. No, it's not because it's yes, sometimes it reasonable in circumstances. When it's 20 minutes out, you're not going to give him a lift home. I bet you drive to fucking Sydney. To- <laughs> <laughs> that, and, I, and, I, and I just dropped them the airport. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, just for those who are listening, Dion's accusation came with quite a firm point at me as well. <laughs> um, I think it. I think it's contextual on the on the the state of the person. If they're really really drunk, or yeah. I think you'll go out of your way that yeah, little bit yeah. further. If it's about looking after a friend, I'm more than happy to to go a bit extra. Yeah, yeah. and it's all, all. If the friend does ask you for the lift, probably less inclined. Like you want it to come from you, absolutely. Yeah. But I think that's driving the friends home. If you're giving a lift into somewhere, things start to change a little bit. Yeah. Because then 
I think it's on the passenger to give something back. Because often, there's always going to be parking at the end of that. If there's a parking ticket involved that the driver has to pay for, you have to get in on that as the passenger. Yeah. You must. The whole, do you have to shout the whole lot? Ooh. Probably depends if you're getting the lift home at the end as well. If it's just a one way, <laughs> if it's yeah. just a one way in, I think maybe maybe you just split the parking, I reckon. Yep. But but you pay yep. when you return to the car. So how are you going to, like, you're not oh, going no. yeah, you're you're to say to that person, hey, you know, that parking ticket I paid for is seven bucks. Can you transfer me $3.50? I know, because no one's brave enough to do that. And it always ends up being the driver who incurs the cost. When you use the word brave, Josh just put his hand up very quickly. <laughs> I'm just wondering if Josh is brave enough. No, I was going to say, what I will often do, if it's into an event, I will definitely buy a drink. Be it a beer or soft drink, whatever. Oh, that's nice. Let me get you a drink. Yeah. I'll get this first one. Thanks for driving me. Have yep. you ever had anyone that has sort of missed the boat with that stuff? Well, I have. And it was a friend who, going back to the sort of how far out of the way are you willing to go, I think another thing that plays into it is the situation you're leaving that person in and at what time of night that is. Yeah. So, Ooh, yes. I had a friend who gave me a lift home. It was probably, you know, like 3 a.m. or something. It was quite late. And we're going along a road and he's like, well, I would normally turn here to go back to my place and you would be further ahead straight. And so it was probably going to be five, six, seven minutes extra for him to drop me home. And he was like, oh, because I'm going down there. Do you mind just jumping out here? And I was like, oh, yeah, okay. I mean, what can you say? I had to do it. I was like, yeah, no worries. And so I just walked like 20 minutes walking. No. Really cold middle of the night. To get home. And it was like, yeah, I, I, that was just what it was. I was That's, like, I accepted you it. You know what that is? It's just selfishness. It's the person just thinking about themselves. It's all about them at that time. They're not thinking about you. No. It's just all about them. I think because as well, I was like, and I, I do the calculation in my head as well when I'm giving people lifts. I always go, oh, look, don't worry about it. It's five minutes for me. Mm. It's 20 minutes for you. It's completely yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll finish that so, off. So, Josh, have you developed a, a ratio or a, a metric, I think, is your preferred? Uh, <laughs> I think it always winds up being five minutes for me, 20 minutes for you. That's yeah. Like, that's kind of what it always evens out to. So, that means 10 minutes for me, 40 minutes for you? Maybe. But what about this? What about when you're going for a weekend away? And so there's mm-hmm. a few of you going to a thing and, you know, you may be a few hours in the car. Right. Surely that's a petrol split, right? Yeah, I, I'm, it's a petrol split. It's got to be. But how do you work that out? Do you know, like, how much it fill, costs to fill up a tank and then how many Ks you get out of thing? Or is it just a flat fee thing? Do you incorporate some thanks I, in that? I think if someone is driving you for a weekend away, it implies you'll probably get a lift back. And I think you cover the cost of the tank. The whole, a whole tank? Yeah. That no way. zero sense. Why does that make zero because sense? Because then what's the point of carpooling? It's yeah. the same cost. What do you, no. Well, I guess you don't get the depreciation of your car. <laughs> yeah. it's it's the con- <laughs> They're making it convenient for you. You get to drive. You could do whatever you like. You'd probably drink. What about if they like driving? If they like driving? <laughs> There's some people out there that really like driving. Sure. That's you. That's your car. But you go, look, I, I'd chip in, but you really love driving your car, don't <laughs> so you? So, Christian, and, sorry. And, and do they love paying for petrol too? <laughs> No, no, guys, really, I've got this. <laughs> Christian, sorry, just to clarify. So we're going to a music festival. Five people in the car. I'm driving. I think if you if you say music festival, that is huge for someone to elect themselves as a driver. You should be paying for their ticket to that festival. Oh, because oh, you're talking about the drive home, right? aren't you? That's yeah. really interesting. Yeah. So you're, co- you're essentially paying for their fuel and compensating them for their position that they've chosen. Oh, yes. I think that what it should be is you reset the trip counter. You work out what the trip is, and as the driver, you should know how much petrol 400 Ks is for your car. Christian, let me guess. You'll find that too stingy. No. For, <laughs> if it's 400 K trip, that's a full tank. Not for my car. Uh, yeah, yeah for right. mine it is. Yep. Okay. 
Well, that's why. If, if you go in a highly fuel-efficient car, <laughs> then you should only be paying for half a tank. Patrickers, if you've got us on social media, can you please share with us what your uh, fuel economy is <laughs> yeah. like? We'd be really interested to know. We're doing a quick survey. <laughs> the other the other situation I thought of as well, and it plays into the on-the-way kind of thing, mm. is what about a lift to work? And so you've got someone who lives nearby who it's on the way, and it makes complete sense to share that lift, but the person who's further away... Of course, they're going to be driving because that makes sense for the person who's on the way to go back and pick them up. That oh, stuff yeah. makes me so happy. We've got a few people at work that live a little bit out and they carpool together. I'm like, that's such how, generous... How do they work it out? How do they work it out? Oh, do that's they, a good question. I'm not they, sure. Do they swap drivers? Do they... Because surely if you're getting yeah. lift, if you're getting lift all the time... Maybe they don't and maybe there's tension. Who knows? I haven't detected any. I'll check on Monday. I, I reckon what it yeah. should be is it should be... If there's parking, you probably cover the parking if you're the yes. recipient. Yep. Or maybe it's like every now and again, hey, I'll get you coffee because you drive to work every day. A coffee's not enough. No, but it's a gesture. Drive to work it's every lovely. day. No, no, but the thing is they're not using any more energy because it's on the way. So it's, yes, you're picking someone up, but you're doing that trip anyway. It just so happens Ooh. that someone's there jumping in the car with you. I know, no, Josh. I, I don't know. know. It's the convenience. You're because, paying for the convenience. Yeah. But then don't get the lift then. If you're not willing to chip in, because as the person who's receiving it, you're always like, yeah, but you're going exactly that way. It makes complete sense no, for you but to pick think, me up. Yeah, but think about what you're gifting them, what they would have had to have gone through, maybe long public transport, long hours. Oh, the, yeah. the benefit of being in that car with you. But also, you're not always going that way. You're not when you're giving Josh you got this thing where you're giving a lift to someone they're always on the way they're not it's always on close. the way no, <laughs> always but it depends but that that's for the, the work colleagues to negotiate how far again how far out of the way is it yeah and the moment that you commit to other people then you're committing to their time schedule as well yes. and and their, and their music taste or podcast that you can't listen to shocking yeah it shocking. sucks Want to do all just that put stuff? on just put on a podcast that's friendly for everyone to listen to. <laughs> Have you ever been? <laughs> It'll probably finish by the time you get to your destination. Like Around thirty minutes. <laughs> I get it. I get it. <laughs> the other lift giving situation I wanted to bring up was a lift to the airport, and for me, a lift to the airport has a very very clear one to one repayment, and it is a lift to the airport. If someone gives you a lift to the airport, you owe them a lift to the airport. Josh, you love a lift to the airport. It's something my family grew up with. Yeah, giving each other lifts to the airport. It was always presumed it's like someone will give you a lift to the airport. Don't worry about it. When the three of us, yeah, when the three of us were going to Sydney, I was like, I reckon we should get, we should park at one of those offsite airport parking things. It'll be cheaper. Josh insisted on the airport lift. It is pretty convenient. And people are happy to give it. Are they though? Yeah. Why? Yeah. I love driving out to the airport. I have no idea why. Really? But there's something about driving out there that I enjoy. Is it off the, the opportunity to offload family members? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe it's yeah, maybe it's the idea of like I'll be leaving here feeling lighter. Yeah. <laughs> You're kicking them out the door. Yeah. Get out. Get on the plane. How long? Two weeks. No worries. <laughs> but Christian, what do you think the repayment is for a lift to the airport? Um, mm. I think a. I think Josh, you're a hundred percent right. Money. Can't because because a lift to the airport that's out of the way. Yeah, that's always. Yeah. If you're in Melbourne, yeah, you have to understand that our airport is what a forty-five minute drive without traffic. The only exception to that, I love. I love that. That's that's from the city centre. Sorry, yeah. someone <laughs> might live next to the airport. The only exception to that is if you work at yeah. Tullamarine McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to work, guys. Come on. I, I honestly think the people that work at the airport, all credit to you. I reckon that'd be really rough. Going to the airport, seeing all these people taking off, and you're just at your job it's, all day. It's such a weird 
different place to work. Yeah. Like it's, it's so different. It's like working at a, a massive tourist location though. People coming through and just being tourists around you. <laughs> One lift though that must absolutely suck and it's probably something the majority of us will go through later in our lives and I'm sure some of our listeners do oh. is parent yeah, giving a child a lift to school because there right. is no payment coming back <laughs> and there is you are, no parking either <laughs> and you are paying for that kid to go to school yeah why are there uh, so many ca- parents giving kids lift to school it seems crazy get them on public transport as soon as possible protective yeah. parents take the risk <laughs> take the bloody risk <laughs> like i just like i think with my kid like assuming it's a safe route Get them on public transport. Don't want to do those school drop-offs. But I remember, I think my parents liked doing it. They yeah. liked me. Maybe they do. They liked me. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's that quality time with your kids. You're probably working full-time as a parent. It's that quality time with your kids where you're getting angry on the roads actually, during peak hour. You're yep. actually probably not wrong. It's like an extra 20 minutes of just yeah. you and your kid having a chat. Oh, but that that thing. I mean, when we're recording Patchwork in what 20 kind years' of time. What upbringing did you both have? Having a chat with your parent in the morning? <laughs> I'm just making up things. Yeah, yeah. i got no idea. <laughs> I've got absolutely no idea. <laughs> actually, I'd like to hear from our listeners that do have kids. I'd love to hear if you actually enjoy dropping your kids off. Hit us up. I think it'd be really, really interesting to find that out. Now, Dion, you mentioned taking the risk, right? Yes, yes. Putting your kids on public transport. Yep. I remember it took a really long time for my parents and my cousin's parents, we're in the same year level, to brave up and go, you know what? You can take public transport. That's fine. Mm. One of the first weeks that we were on public transport, a guy from another school sprayed my cousin with the Lynx deodorant can and tried to set him on fire. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't take that risk. That's, that's, that's it. That's nuts. What an introduction to the public. But no but no primary school kids are getting public transport, are they? No, that's what I mean. I want them... I want... I don't know how old kids are when they can do stuff. I've, but I've, I reckon <laughs> when, they're, when they're eight, ten... Pop them I've, on a tram. I've got no... I remember year seven was like high school <laughs> was when I started public transport. Like my primary school was fairly close. So we used to walk a lot of the time. Right. So Perfect. we could walk. Wow. Yeah. Did you used to walk to school? Nah, I was such a sheltered kid. Uh, I got driven... I got With driven. an umbrella? <laughs> 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 I was in a box. Uh, I, I was driven to school. Uh, I got Italian parents. Driven yeah. to school... Pretty, probably until year 10 And then it was public transport Yeah, I got, I got lifts pretty late as well Did you ever have the kids who drove to school? Oh, I was oh never God. one of those kids In like I year got, 12? I got my probationary license really, really late So like it never happened But did you do that? As I, a... know, I got mine late as well But I remember there was like one kid who had a car And it was like It's just It seems like a weird thing to want to do No, it's pretty cool Like I had a friend that was 18 Got his license Got his probationary license And he could drive to school I think he picked me up on the way Probably went out of his way to pick me up and what did you do for him? Uh, <laughs> Sprayed him with Lynx deodorant. <laughs> I buy a chocolate milk. <laughs> really, really good. You know what's really, really good? Really, really good. You know what's really, really good? You know what's really good? When you have an accurate food substitute for your recipe already in your cupboard. Yeah, really, <laughs> good. really good. Really good. Really good. Really good. Do you know what's really good? Laminate floorboards that look like real wood panels. <laughs> <laughs> really, really good. good. Really, really good. good. You know what's really good? 
when the pizza you're sharing has evenly cut slices. Yeah, oh, really, really good. good. Really, really good. good. And we love hearing your really good, so make sure you get in touch on our Facebook, our Instagram, our Twitter. Every second week, we have our Really Good Fridays where we give away some Hey Tiger chocolate to the best really good for the week. And a recent winner, you know what Adam Vincini thinks is really good? When the waiter at your restaurant tells you when you've ordered too much food. Really good, really good, really, really good. You know what's Thank you very much for listening to Welcome to Patchwork for another week. Uh, we love when you hit us up on social media and during the week, Raf Wong sent us a great clip from a musical he's working on. He submitted this as part of Really Good Friday. Christian? <laughs> from a Sondheim musical, apparently. So thank you very much, Raf. And a big thanks to all our patrons currently. You guys support the show and make this happen. So, yeah, we really appreciate the support from every single one of our patrons. As we do every week, we sew a new patch into our quilt of friendship. Josh, what patch did you sew this week? Thank you, Dion. My patch this week is Christian giving me a lift around the corner and demanding I pay for a full tank of petrol. <laughs> Christian, what patch did you sew this week? <laughs> Thank you, Josh. This week I sewed into my patch a dead moth asking Dion for a lift to work at the Natural History Museum. <laughs> and Dion, what did you sew into your patch this week? My patch this week is the dead butterfly in my car waking up and kindly offering to pay for the petrol for all the free lifts it received. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening to Welcome to Patrick this week. I've been Dion. I've been Josh. And I've been Christian. Goodbye. 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 Thank you. Gale and wind free. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Wind free. That's crazy. <laughs>